everyone. Welcome back to Wasteland Anime. We will be covering Gilmore Girls seasons one through seven today. Mm. We're going, we're going back. We're we're getting into it. Strap in. This is gonna be a 19-hour podcast. We're getting into Lorelai. We're getting into Rory. We're getting into Jess. Those are the only oh, we're getting into Luke. We're those Favorite are the only characters. four characters I know of, just based off hearsay. Like I hear people talking. So have this you, is gonna be like not, have you not seen it? I've never watched it. Oh, Why wow. have you? No. I just figured, I don't know. I, I thought that was, seems like ah. something No, it's in your I mean, wheelhouse. You're that, seems like you're that kind of guy. Like, well, how would you, what, what's the classification for Gilmore Girls? Is that, is that a teen soap or is that something else? See, I think it's a multi-generational soap opera because it primarily deals oh, okay. with the relationship between, from what I know, the mother and the daughter, Rory mm. and Lorelai and, switch that uh, Lorelai and Rory and then I think the grandmother is involved and then it's the love lives of both the mother and the daughter intertwined and it's it's all about this little town basically oh. but uh I mean I guess it could be considered <laughs> like a teen soap it was on the WB uh like in the early years but I I mean I got into teen soaps when I was like 13 ish 12 or 13 so that was back when I thought girls were stupid. Yeah. So there's no way you're going to sell me on a female-driven, uh, like, two two female leads. I was like, no, thank you. Yeah, fuck that. Throw some, throw some dicks in there. Give yeah. me some Dawson's Creek, baby. Give me some Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And then I was just rooting for my boy uh, Xander. And then Xander was like an incel. So then I was all about Oz and then Angel and then Spike. So it's a whole thing. But yeah, mm. no, I never got into... Uh, the Gilmore Girls, but that all changes tonight because we're going to be talking about the first seven seasons. I don't even know how many seasons there are. I'm kidding, of course. We're only here to talk about anime, and we got plenty of anime to talk about. We're talking My Hero Academia, season six. We are talking Naruto. We are talking Chainsaw Man. Mm. We also got To Your Eternity. It's back. That has returned, thankfully. Oh my god, I was not expecting this. I I knew it was coming back eventually, but I texted you uh late last night because I was scrolling on Twitter and it says like Crunchyroll put out a little tweet and said like er, to your eternity back tomorrow season 2 and I was like, "What?" Add it to the fucking docket. Let's yeah. go. My boy Fushi back at it again. Mhm. Um yeah, I totally forgot. I don't. Did we? I guess we knew that that was coming back, or I don't. I don't even remember. That's just one that just totally. Yeah. Was not on my radar. I was like, yeah, surely it's coming back at some point, but eventually. I have no idea when, but yeah, I mean, surprising, because that only just aired earlier this year, right? Season one, or was that late oh, yeah. last year? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Couldn't tell you. I thought, it was a blur. I thought it was earlier this year. It seemed recent. So mm. unless we like got to it late. I don't know. I thought it was this year, but um well, yeah. we we're covering it in real time, so I don't I I I, I don't know. Look, Nathaniel, mm -hmm. anything going on in your world? What's what's new with you, Pussycat? What's going on? Uh, um shit, not much. Um mm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. It's uh, we're like nearing the end of the scary month, and mm, I haven't haven't been doing anything spooky. My girlfriend does not enjoy 
spooky things. She gets too spooked. Well, um, you've at least you've at least shown her sleepaway camp, right? <laughs> no, she. Wow. I don't think that's her thing, but yeah. So I've just like you know, there's scary movies, there's scary games. She can't handle anything, so it's been it's been like a normal just a normal non-spooky month it's pretty pretty weak weak you haven't like i mean i i would have assumed that you would have at least shown her the thing you know she you don't think she could handle that no that shit rips you let me borrow that movie and i'd never seen it i had heard of it but i had no idea that it was it it's like goaded in my eyes oh yeah when I think of like thrillers or scary movies, that's like in my top five. I got to watch that. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, we watched. Well, I mean, we are the complete opposite of you. My girlfriend, she loves October mm-hmm. and the month of like scary movies and all that shit. She even bought us matching uh, Halloween pajamas that. Man. I have yet to wear. I told her that I sold them to a child out on the street. So I threw them in the closet. I haven't worn them with her yet, but eventually we're going to wear them one night. But uh, we last night, I think we watched uh, your, the American remake. I know this upsets you, mm. but the American remake of let the right one in. Mm, right. Right. Yeah. How, how is that? Well, I dug have you, it. Have you seen, did you see the original or? No, I mean I watched a trailer for the original. Right. Well, I've never, so I, I've never, I gist. I've never seen it either. But well, it's uh, I think it's like German or yeah. Swedish or something like that. And after watching Dark, uh, I could probably give it a go. But everyone's way too pale for me. Like hmm. the lead kid, right. he's like blonde and really, really, really pale. So it it makes my stomach hurt just looking at it. But uh, but yeah, we watched that and that was fun. But you know what I did today that I hadn't done in years? Hmm. I want to go stimulate the economy. Um, recently, oh. no, yeah, no. Recently, I've been making some big purchases. As you know, I bought the. Uh, yeah, that was a small purchase. It was the Xbox Series S. Got that little dinky motherfucker. Would I would have gotten the X, but Sleepy Joe is at the wheel, and he can't be trusted to bring in uh, the top tier electronics from China. You know, so I was forced to buy the Series S. If right. Big Daddy Trump was in office, uh, we it'd be wall to wall Series X's around here. But either way, I bought the Series S right. like a month ago. Today, I went out and I purchased myself a new phone. Mm, got yourself yeah. that iPhone eight. <laughs> yeah, iPhone eight Max. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, funny you mentioned that. My girlfriend has an iPhone eight that she's trading what? in. Yeah, iPhone she's eight. Old. Holy shit! I know, I know. And the funny thing is, she has to use an iPhone for works, and they uh, they gave her a twelve to mm-hmm. like for work, and she like she was touching it. And she was like, "What the fuck? This is the future." So she, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but wow. we're trading hers in tomorrow. She's getting a new. Phone. She's getting uh, the thirteen or the fourteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. But either way. Uh, you know me, I am a Google boy through and through. Right. So I got that Google 7 Pro baby. Is that okay. the phone your girlfriend has? Um Hey, you got the 6 Google 6? Six? 6 Pro. She has the 6 Six Pro. 6 Pro. Okay. I tried to get the 6 Pro sold out everywhere. I think they got rid of them. All they got is the 7 Pro. So, I got that today mm-hmm. and this is a very different uh 
like type of vibe. I'm used to going into a phone store, mm-hmm. picking out the phone, and waiting there as the tech like switches everything over. They do all the stuff. They put on the case, the phone screen or the the screen protector, all that shit. Now they have it waiting for you in a little bag, and they're like, "Here you go, wow. you can go." And I'm like, wait, uh, I, I mean, I checked the box for you guys to help me like set it all up. And like, yeah, that's an extra $29. We really don't do that. What? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. All right. But I do remember when I got my pixel two, uh, all I had to do was like sign into Google and all my shit was transferred over in Mm -hmm. store. Like it was like quick, but they'd still put on the case and the phone or the screen protector and all that shit. But this time, yeah, no, they had everything in a bag for me and they sent me on my way. And I was like, okay, I thought I was supposed to do a trade in. And they're like, yeah, 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 we're going to mail you a box. You're going to print out the thing and then you just send it off. Hmm. And I'm just like, okay, it seems like a fucking racket. I don't know what's going to happen next. But yeah, I just set up everything on my phone. It's a seven. It's it's the new hotness out in the streets. Wow. I love it. Yeah, I'm feeling well, it. Well, congratulations. Um, Thank you. But wait, yeah. So I, really quick, I just want clarification on what it means or what you mean when you say you wanted them to set the phone up. Is that you just talking about the case and the screen? What's there to set up? Well, aside from the case and the screen protector, like transferring over all my contacts, getting you want the, everything them to up, do that. They used to. Damn. Once again, when Trump was in office, this is <laughs> right. like Sleepy Joe, he's killing jobs. All right. He's True. getting rid of the workforce. You hear no one wants to work anymore. And that's it right there. I went yeah. in the Verizon. There's all these people standing around fucking with their thumbs back, up their butts. Back when, yeah, when Trump was in office, it was every time you wanted someone to set up your phone in the store, they'd snap their fingers and someone yeah. would like get the bullwhip out and yes they'd pull out some scrawny little guy with like chains around his neck yeah like come on set up the set up this customer's come on, phone poindexter yeah all i'm saying is yes i was i able to do it myself sure mm-hmm. but i shouldn't have to not here I in mean, america yeah i don't know i i just know that like when I get a new phone, it's like you, I literally just sign in with my Apple ID and just everything's there. Like there's nothing to set up. I just, that's literally what happened today when I did it with my new phone. Mm, okay. But that's not the point, Nathaniel. Okay. Sure. The sure. point is we need more jobs. All that right. True. You're one of these fucking coastal elites. You're out here yeah. on, on the West coast and you're, you're just, you're sipping your Mai Tais staring off into the sunset. Wait, which coast are you on? What? <laughs> I mean, I'm more inland than you are. So like oh, I'm yeah, basically yeah. in the Midwest. I'm <laughs> sure. yeah. I'm I'm out here uh chucking corn and uh chewing on like wheat, like straw and shit. Like I'm like I'm, I'm salt corn. of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But my point is I was really taken aback. I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. felt weird like at least the trade-in thing, like take my phone from me, send it off. Like yeah. what else I mean, are you guys doing? Yeah. I mean, I definitely get that, but I think for me at the same time, like even if, like if I was going to get a new phone and like, even if there was the option for them to like set all this stuff up, I don't want to spend time in these stores. Like I don't even want to go into I. a store. Like I want, I get all my phones shipped to me. 
mm. because I can't be bothered to drive I out to some that. Verizon store or an Apple store or something. Like, just send me the I phone. I know. I know. That was, I was going to have it, like, that was an option was to have it shipped. But I was just like, you know, no, I'm, I'm old school. I'm a couple years older than you. I'm from the greatest generation ever born. You know, so I'm used to going into a brick and mortar Damn. store, bro. I'm I'm used to like putting feet to pavement. Yeah, you know, like opening a glass door and like giving the salesman a shake, a handshake. Like I thought these guys worked on commission. Not any fucking more. Mm. I don't even know what's going. On. I don't know where my money's going. Oh my god. True. They're just a middleman. I guess so. They just handed you the phone. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. I literally walked in and I had to wait a little while for the order to be processed because I, I like I put it in through the app or whatever. And they're like, OK, we'll let you know when your order is ready. And hmm. all I did was order a phone, a case and a screen protector. And I just drove. I had to drive out to fucking Brentwood. All right. Jesus. Yeah. So I go out there and I'm waiting for a while. And uh I go into the store. The lady asks me, she's like, hey, are you a customer with this? I'm like, yeah. She gets my information. Um, she puts me in the system. She's like, well, there's no one ahead of you. So like, we'll be right with you. So just like browse around. I'm like, all right, cool, bet. And as soon as I browse around, she's like, okay, I'm ready for you. Um, what are we going to do for you today? I'm like, I'm here to pick up a phone. What kind of phone are you looking to get? I'm like, well, I ordered it already. So I, I'm, I'm here for that. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, you're doing in-store pickup. I'm like, yeah. She, she's like, okay, one second. Walks to the back, gets a bag, brings it out and says, here you go. You're good. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. This economy, man. It's suspect. <sighs> but, hey, you voted for him. <laughs> Sleepy Joe? Yeah. Uh, you man, voted for that. I remember when he was smiling, Joe. Now he doesn't even have the energy. No, he's so tired <laughs> all the time. Like 3 p.m., he's he's got his finger on the button. Who knows what's gonna happen next? But yeah, I'm I'm hyped for my new phone. I can't wait to like fuck with it a little bit more, see all the bells and whistles. Yeah, it's uh, exciting. Yeah. New phone. I, uh, I haven't had one in years. Yeah. Well, that was what my uh girlfriend, that was pretty much her experience. She had this like she she's been in the Google ecosystem like you for a long time. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking but, about. But, but before this phone, she had she's a like queen. I forget what model it was, but it was like the ultra cheap option. Like it was made all of plastic. It just felt like Oof. you were holding like a kid's toy. What what one was it called? Three <laughs> A. Ugh, three A. Wow. Okay, so um, I've only had the XL version of any of these phones. Mm. The A couldn't couldn't be bothered. Yeah, but she yeah, so like a couple several months ago at this point, it was a while ago now, but she randomly dropped Fourth of July. Okay, Fourth, Fourth of, of July. July. What a day. Um it was Trump, have to Trump's, get her on the podcast. Trump's birthday. As far <laughs> as we know, yeah. yeah Trump's birthday. But uh yeah, the she American left. She dropped the phone and it got had this big crack in it and she was like devastated. And I think it was like kind of working, but then like the next day or that night, it like it just like became unusable it disintegrated. and disintegrated. And she was like, like she couldn't touch it and she couldn't like do anything. And she was just trying to weigh her options. And initially she was trying to take the cheap way out. She's like, Well, I could like try and order a new screen. I could do this. I was like, you know what? 
this phone sucks. Get yourself mm. a proper, like big ass expensive Treat phone. Yourself. Get, yeah. get like the huge phones are a thousand dollars now. Just suck it up and get a big ass phone. And she was like, all right, fine. You see folks, that's the coastal elite and Nathaniel talking. Phones are a thousand dollars now. Suck He's, it up. Yeah. That's it's got a thousand suck it bucks. Up. Nothing. Chump change. I know there's this he- like trend. I see this trend all the time of especially like Gen Z kids online where they're like, I'm getting this like $50 phone on Amazon that all it does is flip open and it's just got the buttons. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> they we, weren't there. They weren't there. Yeah, I was like, that's what that's just what we had. So <laughs> yeah. congratulations. You have a choice. We didn't have a choice. Yeah, they're saying like, I want to disconnect. I just want to be like more in the moment. So I'm getting this flip phone that only has T9 texting and mm. the only game on it is Snake. Oh, that's man. it. Yeah, they're so like excited about it. I'm like, it it wouldn't be the same if you or I no did Fuck that. No, that would be a punishment. Yeah. Whenever I see people with a flip phone, I'm just like, what did you do? Like, what what fucked up decisions did you make that led you yeah, here to it, this point? It's like if you put a flip phone in my hand, all it's going to do is just give me like these traumatic flashbacks to when I was like. 12 13 just in my room like i i don't want to relive those memories i think i remember uh your stepdad was getting rid of some flip phones or something like when we lived together or maybe even before that but you brought them to work you brought them over to my apartment and we use them as like joke props we were like flipping them bitches open (laughs) for like a good couple days we're playing around with them because they were so fucking hokey and now you're telling me gen z is out here oh yeah thirsting for those shits, clamshells. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, well, yeah. all right. All that being said, I mean, with this new phone, I sky's the limit. I can watch so much anime. Oh, anime. Nice segue. Let's talk anime. Wow. My friend. Let's do it. What are we getting into foist? Mm. What what's what's burning? What's what's grinding your gears right now? What do you want to What's stuck in your craw? Pa- positive or negative? I, well, I don't. Either way, I don't. Give I don't a f- know well, that. I don't know that I had any negative experiences this week with anything what? we watched. Not even Naruto. I got. I got things to say about it. I. I wouldn't say they're. It's negative per se. Okay. But. I got some interesting things to say about it, I guess. Let's get into that because All right, no, I mean, those episodes so, we covered a few, you know? Yeah. So basically last week I was like pretty on the fence about the whole experience. Um, I, I don't know. I, it was, I was having trouble with it, like keeping my attention and I was sort of, but I think I was reluctant to, give up on it because I guess I felt like I hadn't actually like put in the effort to really pay attention to it because I did, I couldn't really convince my girlfriend to watch it. And I was just sort of watching it on the side and it felt like this like very side thing that I was just trying to like speed through. Um, so basically what I did this week was cause I know we were picking up on what, like around episode 17 or yeah, something, something. Like And so I was like looking at the episodes and I was just like, I was like, you know, I really, this whole like past big fight arc, like the big arc that just ended in these episodes. Yeah. 
in my head, I'm like, I don't fully grasp this arc. Like I, I was not fully paying attention. So I actually went back oh, and wow. started that arc, at least from like when the fight started. Like between Zabuza and Hakage, I think was the other guy's name with like the f- like more feminine features and voice. But like Hak- he had Haku, like, I think Paku Haku. I thought it was Haku. Haku. Haku and Zabuza, that's what I thought. Haku and Zabuza, maybe. I yeah, thought, probably. But, but yeah, yeah. I thought it was Hakage. Either, either way, it's, yeah, those two, yeah, just kind of the big fight. It was kind of like the first big arc of- Ah, yeah, it was Haku. Nar- My apologies. Uh, Naruto. But so I just went back and rewatched that and then watched up to like episode 23 or so, which is like the start of this new um, mm. arc, the, uh, shit, what's it called? The- Oh, they're- they're, it's like it's all the, the it's other the, like the, schools. They're oh, the all training, tr- or is it like the Turing or, or something? Tuning, like, tuning challenge, tuning exams. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I went back and watched that, and then getting into this new arc, and so I, I think like broad strokes, my new kind of take on Naruto is that I love it. It <laughs> no, I I wouldn't go that far, but I definitely feel. I mean, hot take. Paying attention to it made me it, appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair word to use. I, I I guess I appreciate it a little bit more. It's I'm not I'm definitely not crazy about it. I mm-hmm. I do have some hang-ups that I think mostly revolve around just the age of it. But that's yeah. it's hard to get away from it. So I like I almost feel like not criticizing that because it's just so like obvious. Uh, like I kind of I definitely agree with you and I also want to say that I think that was my main takeaway that was the main thing that I felt was hindering my experience was yeah the age of it but again we're men in our 30s watching an anime that debuted like almost like 18 years ago at this point so mm-hmm. I kind of have to take it with a grain of salt and sort of just yeah. accept it for what it is also, because I know that this is them in the start of their journey to become Chunin or whatever they're going to become, like True Shinobi and all that shit. So I'm sure yeah. it's going to become more mature I'm, over the next couple seasons. Yeah, I, I hope that too. And, you know, knowing, I think knowing that there's like the continuation series, like mm-hmm. uh, Shippuden, yeah. like I hope that that ages things up a bit and it becomes a little more like modern a little less childish because i i've definitely i definitely also criticize just the humor of it is just totally yeah. not something for me but again it's obvious it's a kid's show i know that i'm watching a kid's show um what's wild to me is how so many people are still ten toes to the ground for it and they're yeah. around our age mm. and i'm wondering if they have like if it's a nostalgia thing or if I, it gets more mature think, as it progresses yeah it I don't know. I, I think it must get more mature because I've actually seen people online, like different, you know, uh, content creators and different YouTubers and stuff be like around our age, but they mm-hmm. didn't watch it back in the day and they mm. watched it, you know, within the past couple of years and they're like all about it. So okay, either they yeah. just have different sensibilities than us or they're just... It does work. Well, we are men of culture. 
True. That's that's what people don't really understand is that we we're refined. We're like we have refined tastes. We're rare. Def- breed. Oh, definitely. But yeah, I think um, I don't know. I I definitely. I guess maybe some of my more founded criticisms would be, I think I felt like I, I, I did appreciate that arc. Like I thought it was, mm. it was okay for like an early arc, like early, big early arcs in a lot of manga I've read are not always like the strongest. So, you know, I don't like want to judge it too harshly, but I thought it was fine. But I think ultimately my criticism once the arc ended was that it felt a little too like self-contained like oh. it, it felt like i okay. i don't like fully like those two both those characters died and yeah 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 it, Haku it, and Zabuza. and it was you know not like an emotional experience for me but i you know it was trying its best to deliver that but it's like these are just two brand new characters who haven't been around that long um now here's the thing can i interject yeah what i was feeling while watching it was basically what you were saying is you really weren't connected to either of these two baddies no and i mean they were more anti-heroes who were like chaotic evil you know it it is what it is but yeah i felt that a major misstep and maybe this is just me not having i mean of course it's going to be me not having the full scope of the story but i feel like the major misstep was not killing off sasuke because that mm. motherfucker was like quote unquote dead for episodes yeah it was pretty just non-explanatory when he just sort of like popped up at the end he's like yeah, oh he's hey like, i oh. guess i was knocked out and i'm like what yeah, everyone was just like, oh my god, I can't believe Sasuke's dead. Naruto's having this like traumatic um emotional response. Um again, I forget the girl's name. I gotta look that up, but she's even like crestfallen and the older uh guy that they've been protecting, he he's even telling her, like, I know a shinobi's not supposed to show emotion, but I'm not gonna like slight you for if you like let it out. He was your friend. And yeah. I was like, yo, this is this would be something where if they did kill Sasuke this early on, I'd be like, yo, respect. I would I would have right. given them a little bit more kudos in in that aspect. Mm-hmm. If they were like if they were to accomplish that, then I mean, because ostensibly that arc did nothing. I mean, it killed those two. Yeah, those two that's... baddies, uh, Haku and Zabuza. But I mean, yeah. what were they really doing to begin with? I mean, now we're on to the next arc and it's like nothing was really gained. Oh, yeah. Nothing it's was really 100%. lost. Yeah, that was my biggest, like once it transitioned into the new arc, I still, I, yeah, I still have a few more things I want to say about that arc. But yeah, that's my biggest criticism is just essentially it's like a big reset button was hit. And yeah, like, they're like, like, okay, we're on to the next mission. Because a whole huge aspect of the main characters aside from those like two baddies is this kind of like tension, but like kind of respect that's there for like Sasuke and Naruto. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thought like maybe at the most they'd come together a little more, but like 
once the new arc starts, Sasuke's like, hey, idiot. Like, yeah. and I'm just like, what? Like, it's just and like Naruto's nothing. just like, oh, he's so fucking rude. I'm going to beat him. Just like, yeah, it's what? just like back two episodes ago. You're just you were you were broken hearted that he was gone. Yeah. So it would have been nice to like carry something, have the characters carry something with them into the new arc. But yeah, um, that just might be our 2022 sensibilities yeah. like shining through. <sighs> I don't know, I don't but know. at the same time, yeah. it's like, what is an arc supposed to, like? Yeah, there's I, supposed to be progression. Yeah. Um, and it just reset everything. You're right. But man, I, I had something else I wanted to say about that arc. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Maybe I lost it. But yeah, ultimately. Um, oh, oh, well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, I, I think that as the arc was going on, I was kind of. So for, for, for one, the whole Sasuke dying thing wasn't a thing for me just because I know he's like a main character in the well, series. So I mean, I know he's a main character as well, but who's to say that he couldn't be resurrected mm. several episodes down the line? You know what I'm sure. saying? Like, I, I don't know the, the, the large beats or the smaller moments or anything like that. I know Sasuke is important. People post about Sasuke all the time. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It would I. I mean, I wouldn't have felt like they cheaped out at all were he to come back well, somewhere later I, on. I did. Yeah. So, yeah, that's totally it fair. It just felt too quick. No, no, totally. Because I, I think even in my mind, I was like, okay, I know Sasuke is like a series regular, so I know he's not yeah. dead here. But in my head, I was like, but someone's going to have to do something crazy to bring him back because they're really driving home that he's dead. And they did nothing and they did he nothing just woke up yeah so i was definitely super disappointed by that um and but yeah I, I think in my head like once the arc was nearing its end i was like what's so what's going to be the outcome of this arc like what are we again that thing like what are we taking with us and in my yeah, head i was yeah. like it could be cool if like this haku character maybe becomes part of the group or something Mm. but maybe Zabuza like gives his last remaining life force to Haku after like yeah, exploiting I, him for all those years. I, I kept thinking something like that, but then they both just die and then it's just like everyone moves on and I'm like, okay, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, what did we really get? We saw Naruto dip into his little nine tail Fox powers, but right. it's just like, I don't know. It, it didn't really do that. Didn't really do much for me. Um, so yeah, that arc was kind of a mildly interesting in some ways, but kind of a swing and a miss in terms of yeah, how did anyone really change from that? I don't know. Now the the Chunin uh, tournament like exam type thing, mm-hmm. that's kind of where I'm putting all my eggs in the basket for that because well for right. for starters. I'm seeing other characters that I know are iconic to this uh, to this anime, and I'm seeing other characters that are iconic, but I had no idea they belonged to the Naruto anime. Like, for instance, mm. that guy Rock Lee. Yeah, I, I know about him. I I've seen people cosplay as him. I've seen gifs of him, but I had no idea that he was in the naruto universe yeah i knew i knew he was naruto the thing that surprised me is i didn't know he'd be showing up this early like Mm. basically all i know about him really is there's like one very famous scene that i've seen a million times like posted online 
mm-hmm. from Naruto, and I assume it's going to happen at some point in the this arc. So okay. I'm just like waiting for that, and it's not going to have the impact that <laughs> it should have because I've right. seen it. Um, but when he showed up, I was like, oh. Okay, that's interesting that he's here now. Um, and once he was like, the the initial reveal that he was like super powerful was not a surprise to me either, just based mm. on the clip that I've seen. But um, yeah, okay. But, but ultimately, I mean, I think that the things they're setting up for this arc, I mean, I, I'm remaining cautiously optimistic. But I think, like you, I don't know. Maybe I feel like since we're kind of over the first big arc, Uh I don't know what to think, like, if this arc misses again for me. Mm, Um, Okay. I don't know how long this arc's going to be. If it winds up being... If it's, like, a super short arc, then maybe I'll let it slide a little more. But if it's, like, another... If it's, like, bigger than the last arc and it's the same outcome where, like, nothing really... I But I imagine with, like, a arc like this where you're going to be ascending ranks or something and there's yeah. all these characters like there's this has to be more important than i mean maybe or this could be york new city all over again this oh could my be, god um this could be that fucking that tournament of hunters or whatever where they all had to go through that tower you know i don't know mm. but i'm hyped only because we finally got the debut of a character that is the uh, impetus to why I wanted to watch this series to begin with. Oh. As I said, I took a personality test and it gives you four fictional characters that your personality type is based on. And is it one that of redheaded them, guy? No. Oh. Uh, one of them was an Naruto character named Shikimaru, who uh, Naruto said was lazy and complained all the time. And I was like, yo, like, fuck you. Like, I don't appreciate like that for the character that I am supposed to like supposedly the most uh, uh, alike in this series. But I was also intrigued because I know that he's also a fan favorite. Shikamaru, he he has like this fishnet mesh uh, top and a green vest and he's got like a little up ponytail type thing. Are you mm. looking him up right now? Yeah, I did look him up. I didn't remember by the name. Uh, yeah, but I've yeah, been th- waiting specifically because I I mistakenly thought Sasuke was Shikimaru. Like when I saw the oh. Shikimaru character, I was like, "Oh, that's a that's that guy that I always see in like Naruto posts." But no, Sasuke is that guy. But I've seen Shikimaru pop up as well. Right. So yeah. Well, I do want to men- throw out there really quick that I feel like. I don't know. I'm curious. I'm curious what you think of what your impression of Sasuke is, but I think Sasuke kind of sucks. I don't care for him. Yeah, I don't care. I, for I, him. I think he's a piece of shit. I don't like him at all. I'm here for Shikimaru. Like Naruto is fine. He's the like typical uh, shonen protagonist. He's like that boy. Uh, it, but we've. I don't know. I've seen this character done better. So yeah. Well, so much more. I think I think the thing that misses with uh for me with Sasuke is like yeah, for one he it, the character's working very much in this like shonen side character um like stereotype, but 
Sasuke is that stereotype, but he's just too much of a little whiny asshole. Like he's not. Only, okay. Yeah. He's no. like, I think he'd be more bearable if he was like more quiet more quiet and like brooding or something if he just sort of kept to himself and he was just like always thinking and didn't say much but he's mm -hmm. just like too full of himself and too uh yeah i don't know he it, i'm maybe that's where like the his character growth is going to come from but he's just like way too cocky and um i don't know yeah not an enjoyable yeah, no. character to watch I, for me i've seen it done better on too many other anime yeah. to the point where i mean going back the this, this is one of the like it's it's one of the big three right yeah okay so going back and seeing one of the big three do this and it's like okay this is this is the building blocks to the side character protagonist like dark and brooding type character but such a little bitch like i'm just not yeah. feeling him no. so that's why i'm here for shikimaru like i'm like this guy he seems a little bit older he seems like he's he doesn't give a fuck i don't know i don't know we'll see what happens but yeah, yeah. i mean i'm <clears throat> i don't know i i don't totally know like how many characters like i'm a little worried for you in the sense that mm, th i'm resting all my hopes on shikimaru yeah and like he may just be like a side dude yeah like i feel like they're really committing to this like core three thing yeah yeah i know um, they are but that's why i still i still got uh naruto and naruto's fine mm. like i still fuck with him he's okay sure the girl is no good either so they they don't have a yeah. they don't have a good like crew so i i would go i would more than welcome more that's why i'm hyped characters. for this for this next arc is because i'm hoping instead of like okay you can keep the core three but i'm also <laughs> hoping that in this tuning exam that other characters from these other schools like <clears throat> maybe it's i don't know it, it becomes like sure. an ensemble type situation yeah yeah oh i think her name's sakura Sakura. It just came to me. Yeah, but. she's just I mean, she's book smart, I guess, right? She's she has the most innate. She's the most like natural when it comes to they, like that's what chakra. They, that's what they I know. say. I, I know, I, I've I not know. seen that in practice. They just keep Look, saying Nathaniel, that. Nathaniel, believe all women. Oh yeah. Like, yeah don't yeah. be a little bitch. True. Uh yeah. So I'm I'm here for it until I'm not. So we'll see what happens, I guess. But that being said, there's one anime that I did not bring up at the top oh. when I was giving our little intro. Okay. But I recently, over the last week, oh, right. watched oh, all of season one of One Punch Man. Welcome to my funeral here. I'm going to get taken to task. Nah, nah, nah. You know, I, got, I, I, I was introduced to the boy uh, Saitama mm -hmm. and... Um, all his like goings on. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, did I hate it? No, oh. I did not hate it. I was okay. quite. In, I was quite um, entertained, actually. Mm. I like you. You you claim to be my best friend. You say that you know the characters that. I will love based on I, my sensibilities and all this. I do, but and I, I didn't make any of those claims. I know, for I know. One Punch Man. we'll get to it when we get to, right. um, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But 
having seen One Punch Man, if you could guess who my favorite character is, who would it be? I mean, the easy off the cuff guess is Genos. Boom. You got it. Love me some Genos. Yeah. Uh, look, I like Saitama. He's cool. He's funny. Yeah. He's aloof. Yeah. Well, really quick before you continue, I think yeah. that I don't I wouldn't say like for any one punch man fan, I don't think Saitama is anyone's favorite character. Really? I think I think the beauty of One Punch Man is all the side characters. The, the ensemble. The huh? ensemble, yeah. Wow. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I like to me Saitama's like I love all the wide cast of just ridiculous characters. I really got a kick out of Genos and his whole like dutiful um, oh, yeah. apprentice type thing and I love his power set. I also enjoy that he has limitations, whereas Saitama, it's just one punch man, you know, like, although in a few episodes and I call bullshit because I saw him throw many a punch and many a kick. It wasn't just one. He was he was doing work out there. Who, Saitama? But, yeah. Yeah. But if he if he doesn't do it in one punch, he's holding back. He's not putting every, I guess he's not that putting everything been too into long it. of a title. One Punch Man, unless he does more, in which case he's holding back, man. It's just that he can do it in one punch. Then he should do it in one punch. No, but he wants to. He wants to have fun. Ah, fooey. Look, man. Uh, I I dug it. I was having fun. Uh, I'm gonna have to like. I don't know. I felt like I was sort of losing steam towards the end of season one mm-hmm. when there was like that gigantic mass in the sky and there's that alien uh mm-hmm. that Saitama was fighting and it was just I don't know uh, I was losing steam <clears throat> but right talk to me like it what other characters are like the ones well, that people love because I was watching and I was like the only people I give a shit about yeah, yeah, yeah. were Geno it's and, uh, Gen- yeah Genos and Saitama yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that's totally fair with season one because I think I mentioned this the last time we kind of talked about it is that when I watched season one, I think I had a pretty similar take to what you're giving me right now. Like, mm. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cool. There's cool fights and like cool moments and stuff. But I was not like enraptured by anything I saw um, in season one, really. Like, I wasn't compelled to pick up the manga from there or anything like that. It wasn't until like several years later that I decided to like, give it a shot with the manga and like keep going to see. And it definitely took more getting more into the story um, for me to like, for them to start exploring more characters and more hmm. uh, okay. get, getting into new arcs and stuff. Cause I, yeah, there, there is, there's one kind of like central antagonist character that is introduced after season one. Uh, and there, there's the side characters open up more. You get like a lot more time with more of the S rank characters and like other uh, A rank characters and stuff like that. Um, so the ranking of the heroes, it only goes to C. Is that like the bottom tier? Mm, that's a good question. I think so. Yeah, I've never seen anyone refer to anyone below C. I, don't I only think. ask because I was hyped for. Like I was, I was 
very intrigued by Saitama sort of um, bringing in all these stragglers, sort of building this team of heroes. And uh, like when he got, when he uh, became buddies with Genos, I was like, okay, that's the first person of his crew. And then um, I saw Moomin Rider. I was like, all right, there's the next person of his crew. And then there was that big confrontation in like City G or City J, some shit with that sea creature. And Moomin mm. Rider got washed quickly. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck is the point of Moomin Rider? He's hero class C. Like, what? Are you shitting me right now? Get the fuck out of here. So I wanted yeah. more. I wanted more heroes to join uh, Saitama and Genos, but not he, if it's not if it's Moomin Rider. Moomin Rider, like, what is he bringing? <laughs> he, I mean, Moomin Rider doesn't have much to do in the series. He's just kind of like a just sort of throw away like character that like people I think fans like him just for the meme of Moomin Rider that he's just an asshole on a bike that can't do anything oh he's um, not even an asshole he's like a general no, yeah, he's nice not an guy asshole. yeah no yeah, he, yeah. he's just okay. this like this doofus on a bike who can't do anything yeah. but like I, I was hoping for so much more from him honestly yeah, the nothing ever really happens with uh Moomin Rider. Um because he can't because he truly can't do anything. But um like Saitama and Genos, they definitely get more of a little group together. It's not like Ooh, they're like okay. it's not like they're like always this like team they're not like a typical like shonen team or anything, but they mm. there's kind of this rotating cast of characters that kind of circulate around him it's it's mainly um saitama genos blizzard okay i I don't know that i've met blizzard yet but what about that i think she was the guy with the sword wait no who's blizzard blizzard is well i don't know what they reveal in i she's definitely in season one but i don't know if they reveal everything about blizzard so i don't she's like uh short black hair Okay. Very voluptuous. She's got a black dress on. She has ice okay, powers. Th- All right. Okay. Um, what about the girl with like the green hair with ESP? Does she become like part of the crew? No, she's just a really powerful. She's like the number mm. two. The number two hero. So she's kind of okay. only. Only involved with like the S class heroes and like the hero organization. But um I don't he doesn't do much in season one, but uh one of the S rank heroes, King, becomes like a, a really important character. <laughs> a really mm. good important character. I love King. King's a great character. Okay. He he I he, you only like barely see him in like the initial lineup of S rank heroes. Everyone classifies him as the strongest human. Um mm. he's got like three scars down his face and like slick back blonde yes. hair. Okay, okay, okay. King yeah, yeah. yeah. King is great. I remember King him. is so good. Um, what about Silver Fang? Do we get more of him? Yeah, Silver Fang is someone who is heavily associated with Saitama. Okay. Um, and I'm like scrolling through a bunch of characters. That's like the main little group. Silver Fang has like a brother too, who mm. I don't know if he's in. He might not be in season one. I can't remember. Um. But so many of the S rank characters aren't aren't directly involved with Saitama, but 
like metal bat is so cool i love metal bat was that um, the guy with the pompadour yeah okay <laughs> metal bat right, yeah has some of the best he's got like oh man a crazy fight scene um he has a lot more to, like everyone just has so much more to do like past season one hmm. um like uh yeah child emperor has tons of stuff to do like way later zombie oh zombie man is so cool but you only like barely see him yeah he was only in that like round table yeah thing. yeah okay zombie man is one of the coolest heroes uh mm. um yeah i'm just like scrolling through all these heroes but, every, but what every, was hmm. like what was your initial like how did you feel about season one when you had first watched it yeah, I mean, no, I think, like I said, like pretty much how you're feeling, like I wasn't oh. blown away, but I thought it was cool. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. yeah, it was just like a fun, funny kind of little thing. It just, yeah, for me, I didn't like fully get there with it until I really continued on and they introduced, uh, um, yeah, this character Garu is... Uh, kind of like the main antagonist or one of the huh. primary antagonists. Um, and he's uh -huh. like a really great, he's, I, I mean, I would say in a lot of ways, he's kind of like the key to the whole. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to get too much into that character, but he, he's okay. a really important kind of gray antagonist, sort of not fully a villain, not a hero kind of character who, uh, He's kind of this guy who's just this rogue agent who hates heroes and monsters and will just fight anyone. Like he just wants to cause destruction and be the strongest. Um, so he's a super compelling character. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, no, for me, it definitely wasn't until uh, until I continued on with the manga that things started to hook me a lot more. Um, cause like more characters come in and I feel like Saitama really kind of like blends into the background a little more, um, as more things happen. Uh, he, yeah, it just like, it, it really opens up into a more compelling ensemble cast. I thought for me, okay. Uh, past season, yeah, I'm here for the ensemble past season one, but, um, but yeah. Uh, to answer yeah. your earlier question, I'm just scrolling through these uh, heroes, and I think after Class C, there's just like an unknown class mm. of heroes that where no one's really <sighs> okay. Because I was not impressed with anything that I saw in Class C aside no, from like, Saitama. Cla so Class C are like are pretty much just all worthless humans who can just like sort of get through like a normal mm. fight with like a really weak monster or villain um early b b like b class like some of them are pretty capable there's a lot of capable people in a class but yeah it isn't really until s like the s class are really the only heroes who matter for the most part i mean obviously you have these outliers like <laughs> saitama getting put in rank c he's yeah. he's obviously stronger than everyone but um but he's a bad hero is he even though he's the strongest yeah he's not if you think about what a hero means you know i think he's a great hero he's mm -hmm. selfless 
He's powerful. Yeah, but what he, else do you need? But he doesn't inspire. He only doesn't in, inspire because he only doesn't inspire anyone because people like he wants others to take the glory away from him. He just wants. Well, okay, maybe you do have a point because all he's looking for is a challenge. So it's not as if he's doing this to be altruistic. He's doing this to like get the ch- like to find someone who can like challenge him. But in the same breath, he's also like hyping up other heroes around him. Like when there's that whole thing with that sea monster and people were shitting on uh, the other heroes, Saitama was like, he picked up on it. He was like, oh, thank God those other heroes weakened him. That way I was able to come in here and like barely touch him and he fell over. Make sure you spread the word that all those other heroes are, were nothing. And I did all the work. Like he made it so that way people shit on him and gave the other heroes all their accolades mm-hmm. after they had died. So I don't know. He's pretty he's pretty selfless and thankless. I think he's he's a good hero, although he is looking out for himself. I it is what it is. I like Saitama, but yeah, I feel it. Sure. Um But yeah, I mean, so what uh do you care enough to venture into I'll probably never watch another episode two. as long as I live. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna continue. Okay. Uh, I'm very curious to know why people I, aren't hyped on season two because after watching season one, I'm like yeah, it was fine. It was good. I'll check it out. I'll check out season two. Well, so yeah. I don't know that people are hyped on it though. Well, no, aren't hyped. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sorry. I thought like, you said are hyped. Yeah, no, I don't know why people are so down on season two. I, I think I think it's just the animation quality. And I've seen like I, I was just the other night, I was like looking up clips of fights that I remember and like scenes from the manga and like looking at them in season two form and there's something off-putting about it, but I don't know that it's te- mm. I don't know that it's terrible. I don't know. So, if you're gonna watch season two, I definitely want to watch season two just to like get the experience uh, and remind myself of some of this stuff. Um, that might be something we need to get into. Maybe we wa- we rewatch season two. I don't I don't know I don't know how you feeling. I I think I mean I think we should. I mean I know there's gonna we covered the other day that there's going to be a season three. So when is that dropping? I hope maybe next year, late next year. I don't know. All right. Well, we'll put that on the back burner. That's something that we can always uh, dive into. But speaking of heroes and, you know, rankings and whatnot, we have my hero season six. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, just one new episode this time. I know last week we had a couple yeah. to cover. Um, we had like three. But yeah, no, let's get into it. We had one new episode of My Hero Season 6. Um, it was a continuation of the the whole battle between Dobby and Hawks. And we got Medico down in the laboratory still fighting for her life. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on here. Um what were you thinking while watching it? Because if I can start this off, one, mm-hmm. there's something that we didn't really touch upon. Uh, the last episode was that while Hawks was fighting Dobby, Dobby uh, shouted Hawks's real name. And because mm-hmm. Hawks 
was taken into like the hero registry early on, like from age six or seven, no one should know his real name. He's always just been known as Hawks to the general public. So this was like a huge mystery type thing. And I don't know that we really got any answer, but the the mystery continues. So that was something that we really didn't touch upon is the fact that like Hawks, Hawks's secret identity is somewhat known by one of the head villains. Did you pick up on that at all or? All right, a little peek behind the curtain, a little te technical difficulties. It happens. We're 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 pulling ourselves up uh, by our bootstraps. This is you know this is ground like you know grassroots uh, podcasting, baby. What are you gonna Almost do? Almost definitely. Yeah, we were um, talking My Hero season six, and I yeah, was asking yeah. you about Hawks and right. the whole his whole secret identity being known by Dobby, who for all intents and purposes is the number two villain. Like if we're ranking heroes and shit. Mm. He's the number two villain. He's right there behind Shigaraki. So, or yeah, yeah. I mean, because one for all is dead now, right? Or all for one. I, one thought, for it, all. I thought he was still alive. Like, did is they, he? Didn't they show is him? Is he just like, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that motherfucker. Th yeah, I don't, I don't know. So let's say he's number two, maybe number three, Dobby right now. Uh, so did you have any feelings about that? I know you're pretty lackadaisical when it comes to the world of my hero. So... Like, what uh, were you thinking about this episode, basically? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it was a fine episode. Like you said, it's very much a continuation of this, like, infiltration arc or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. But this episode was definitely very heavy on, like, seemed like more kind of like lore, lore heavy stuff and exposition yeah. about certain characters like that weird doctor just did a whole yeah. like dump <laughs> at the end and and i'm just sort of like sitting here like man my my running memory of like all these things is like too it feels too distant for these reveals to have like the impact that they probably should so that's sort of how we felt like I feel like when we got Shigadaki's uh, backstory in season five, mm. we were like, yeah, this would have been cool in season three when he was like wrecking shit. But now we're getting it in season five and it just yeah. doesn't hold the same weight. No, no. no. Yeah, definitely not. Like, I don't know. Like six seasons is a lot. Um, and it feels like for some of this stuff to be coming this late. Yeah, it's just like. I don't know. It, well, it, six seasons in real time. Like we're we're watching this in real time with the gaps in between in re, with in the real movies. time. Yeah, we're, we're not. Yeah. yeah, we're not sitting down and just binging it. All. I'm sure if we, yeah, we sat down and just binged the main content. Uh, yeah, it then would hit different. It would definitely hit different. But yeah, that that was kind of my experience with this episode. Was I'm like, there was just all these moments of like characters, yeah, revealing things and. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just, I was, I, I was honestly just a little bit lost in the weeds trying mm. to like struggle to remember certain things and yeah, but I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. Like it just, it's, it feels like, yeah, my hero definitely isn't like, a feels like it's not a casual viewing experience at this point. Not that it ever was, I guess, but right. Yeah, it, you have to remember back when, like the first three seasons, 
you were into this shit. Like you were reading the manga, you were telling me all this other stuff that was going on. Like you were in the shit. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. because of the big gaps that they take to produce a season and a movie at a time, you know, you lost you lost uh, interest in it. So mm-hmm. it's to no fault of your own that when it finally does come back, you're you're a little older, you're a little wiser. You've seen other animes um, that have been transitioned. Like it just doesn't hit the same that it used to. So, right. If you were watching this in a vacuum, I'm sure that it would be very different for you. Like, oh yeah, most definitely. Even me watching this, and I love superheroes, and I like this world uh, that the My Hero uh, like setting takes place in. I I enjoy it, but it's so much more less than when I first started watching this. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so much more out there right now. Um, I did enjoy this episode. I liked the whole Dobby and Hawks fight. Hawks getting his wings burned off and still finding a way to outsmart Dobby and escape with his life. It only lays more credence to the fact that he is now the number two hero. Or is he number three? I forget. I don't know where best genius is. Like, I forget. I thought he, I thought Hawks was two. Is he two? Okay. That makes sense. Okay. But I'm hyped to see these displays of power from these characters Mm -hmm. who we are told are the best of the best, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, we didn't even touch upon it. Like last week, they show that guy Ed shot. I forget what his rank is, but Mm. he can make himself like paper thin and he pierced the lungs of all these villains in his path so small that if they move, they'll bleed out and die. But if they don't, the wound will heal. Like it's little shit like that that really like shows me the care and the forethought these creators have when they come up with these quirks. And I don't know. It feels like this show is just too lore heavy. There's so much. Like they brought up mm. Stain. Yeah. Stain. Yeah. The I hero mean, killer. And I'm I, like, Stain? Yeah, what? I I mean I definitely remember Stain. I mean, but that's one thing I do remember. But yeah, when Dobby brought that up, I was just like, oh. I remember yeah, that I was remember like a whole little, little arc back in like season two or three or something. Yeah. Like two, yeah. That was so Stain long ago. Stain was so fucking long ago, but in this world, maybe it was like six or seven months ago. You oh, know? That's for all we know. Um yeah. Well, <sighs> Another thing I was thinking in this episode, and I feel like I've thought this for a while, but can I Lay just on me, King? Can I Lay just say me. I think the Nomus are just shitty. Like I don't enjoy those at all. Like they're just kind of big, amorphous, powerful creatures. I, I don't know. Like I just find them incredibly uncompelling. Um, I would definitely agree with you if it weren't for the fact that they now have quote unquote high end Nomus. <laughs> Yeah, but I just feel like I, I get that. Yeah, there was that one in here who was like thinking and kind of yeah. talking like a human. But it's just like I feel like I would rather have that be like a fully fleshed out villain, human or, you know, whatever villain yeah. kind of hero person with like their own thing rather than just like an intelligent hmm. like Nomu. I don't know. It's just like I feel like when the Nomus were first a thing in like season one, you know, All Might has that yeah, fight against one. Yeah, they were a threat. Yeah. I, I thought like this was just like a I, I had no idea this was gonna be like a <laughs> series spanning fucking 
thing. I mean, they're essentially goddamn... like the stormtroopers of this universe. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I guess. Uh, yeah. But I mean, if they're going to be the stormtroopers of the universe, I don't know. Like, hi- like hyping them up to the point where they can take out a number five hero or nearly take out a number five hero and. Like last season, we saw Endeavor, the new number one hero, almost not succeed in beating a Nomu. It feels like, okay, so if these Nomu are that powerful, then what are we doing with these villains? What good are the villains if the Nomus are this much of a threat? Yeah. I mean, I guess from the villains point of view, if they want to like amass this army of like cannon fodder monsters, that's that's fine. But from a narrative and just kind of from a narrative perspective, like I don't give a shit about the army. Like I, I want to see right. the, like the human characters against human characters, all fighting their, the war between them. I, I don't know. I, I was just like a passing thought. Like it's just every time the no moves are doing shit. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Here go them. No move. Like again. whatever. Although they did fuck up uh Medico. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're not powerful. Yeah. But true pretty weak in mm. terms of uh everything else but um yeah i don't know that i have too much more to say about this now that we're going like beat by beat episode by episode but yeah i think i think it's fine still you know it i again Leaps and bounds better I'll than season this, five yeah i unfortunately i feel like i don't know i'm just gonna be saying that all season probably like yeah. hey well <laughs> at least it's not as bad as season five but well, it's like community where, I mean, mm. season five and six happened on Yahoo TV and mm. we're all just like, thank God it's on season four. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Gas leak year, you know? Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know that I have much more else to say. I was hyped to see um, Eraserhead, uh, like Aizawa get his shine. He's doing mm. shit, but. Oh, yeah. And present Mike, present Mike showed up. Because we mm-hmm. have to remember Shigaraki, he is, is he there? No, he's not their friend. I forget. I don't know. There's something with like their friend who was killed and the doctor took the power of the friend. I don't even remember what happened, but Shigaraki, or not Shigaraki, but present Mike and Aizawa, they have like some beef with this doctor. So, mm-hmm. I'd have to go back and rewatch that shit, and I I don't plan to, nah. so it's hard to say. Uh, but yeah, I'd say uh, six point five out of ten Whoa. as far as this last episode goes. Like it was, it was all right. Fair. Are we rating things now? <laughs> uh, I'm just doing it on this one, Edge. You know, I don't want people to think that we're coming out of this and being like, ah, fuck season six. We're not saying that. I'm just saying like this episode was a 6.5 out of 10. Fair enough. I'm going to grant it two and a half golden walnuts. (laughs) My Everyone knows this is my signature. Yeah, whatever that means. Two and a half golden walnuts. That is a perfect score for an anime. (laughs) Two and a half golden walnuts. Uh, So where do you want to go from here? Um... Well, we only have two more things left, right? I guess it just depends on if we want to end with Chainsaw Man or end with... Uh... It's up to you, baby boo. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You feel me? Like, <clears throat> You know what? Wabi-sabi. 
I feel like I can't wait any longer. Let's 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 get into Chainsaw Man. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Episode two. So, Nathaniel. Yeah. Earlier, I had mentioned how you <laughs> boasted that you could tell who my favorite character in Chainsaw Man was going to be just based on who I am as a person. So uh-huh. I ask you. Who's his character? Have we seen them yet? Um. Yeah, I mean, I guessed. I guessed that it of all the maybe not all the care. I, I don't know. I was just going to say or what I was saying before when I said that mm. I figured that based oh, on your track record folks i i backtrack i figured based on your track record it would probably be the character aki mm. that we got introduced to here we haven't seen enough to where i don't know how you feel about him after this episode but if you're not sold on my prediction based on him here i would say just give it a little more time but i mean what do you think about that yes my guess was aki all right, so I figured that's who you meant. Mm. And aesthetics alone, I fuck with him. I fuck mm. with him heavy. Love the chucks. Love, love the classic suit. I love the little updo. The katana on the back fucks with it. <sighs> what I didn't care for was mm. that the boy Denji was able to defeat him so quickly like he just he Mm. went nuts he was like nuts only nuts all day (laughs) like all we're doing is serving nuts Mm. hope you don't have a peanut allergy bitch because it's all nuts bitch and like he fucked his shit up (sighs) aki is that what we're calling him is that his name aki yeah aki aki all right look he's like he's (laughs) okay sasuke is the prototype aki is the iPhone 14 Max Pro. Like he is, mm-hmm. he's that like brooding, like sullen anime shonen, <clears throat> like second tier character right after the main boy. Yeah, yeah, Denji. yeah. Yeah. I get it. I got it. What I want to know is what exactly you were basing this on when you decided that Aki would be my guy. Like, where, what were you extrapolating? Like, what were well, you. Yeah, for one, just that he is that, like, in all these, like, shonen-type shows, it seems like that's the guy that you go for, hmm. is kind of the brooding side character. But there's one other thing... What about Kakyuin? Was Kakyuin a brooding side character? Yeah, but JoJo is not... Hmm. I don't know, JoJo's a anomaly. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't really say there's like a brooding. I, Jotaro was the brooding main character, but but that's a. I I don't know that that fits like in the typical okay shonen uh, blueprint. But but it's like his main power. Like you haven't seen him really fight or do anything yet. Okay. So okay. I feel like there's like another aspect to him that like once you see his kind of like I think primary- I saw his showcase. Oh, I, power well, it, in, it was in one of the trailers. It wasn't one of the trailers, and it yeah. involves a canine of sorts. Yeah, baby. So, and like you being, uh, you know, Mister Wolf Werewolf, hey, dude. Um, 
wolves all day. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Look, that that was just my prediction. Um, I appreciate the prediction. I just wanted to know what exactly he was giving off that made you feel that way. Uh, mm. Watching this, it was it was pretty interesting because I was I came into this knowing I was like, okay, obviously Nathaniel doesn't think like Dingy's going to be my guy, and Dingy's cool and everything. He's funny, but he's whatever like mm-hmm. he is the main dude it, it is what it is but when i did see aki i was like hey who's this who's this tall lad who's this boy and he's got he's got the he's got the studs in his ears he's he's smoking he's got the katana on his back he's cool he's like aloof i didn't care that he got his ass beat like his nuts kicked in to the point where Denji was like throwing him over his shoulder and having to walk him in. But it's it's a classic anime rivalry. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm looking forward to the dichotomy between Denji, Aki, and another uh, protagonist that we come to meet in this episode. Yeah. Power. 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 Man. Okay. So. <laughs> I had no like I knew that there's a character named Power. Mm-hmm. Did I know that uh this character was a fiend as it's like called in this universe? Did I know that they had like this blood power that they could form constructs out of their own blood? No, I had no fucking idea. But I love it. <laughs> I'm into it. Hell yeah. Yeah. Power's power's out of control. I love power. She's yeah, she's she's important to me. I I love power. Mm. Um, okay, lo- so that was okay. That was my next question. Does power identify as a woman, like, or are they a they type situation? Because uh, I wasn't sure, like, how fiends. Oh, like, yeah, were I, categorized. I think. I mean, I would refer to her as a she. Okay, I, I think she. Yeah, the demon took over a female's body. I wasn't sure if. The demon itself mm. was a female. I just wasn't sure. So, okay. Yeah. If we're calling as as power know, yeah. a she, then yeah. Power is great. I love her. Yeah. I mean, there there's a lot of uh, best girl talk with, uh, mm. and power is like up there for most people. It's probably um, the other character who we got her name this episode, but Makima, who's kind of like, sort of head honcho Um, i've seen some makima cosplay out there too yeah it's gonna get wild i think as this as (laughs) the anime keeps going like in the manga community it's it's out of control it's absolutely uh like as far as uh as far as cosplay goes or as far Mm, as like who's who's uh, favorite just uh, just in terms of like the way people well because you know like we were kind of talking about this last episode, but I mean, just to talk about like the first scene in this episode, we definitely mm. get more of the explicit. You're my like, yeah, my you're pet. my dog. Bark oh for me, God. wolf for me. So that's so. There's gonna be a lot of like, mommy, I'm your dog. You're yeah, my, uh, that that's yeah, that's like kind step of step on my neck. That's kind of Jesus the vibe, around, the vibe around Makima, and that's a whole fucking mm. thing that I, that I don't really. I, I just, yeah, I I like power. I like power. Oh, you like power, but you're afraid of powerful women. Yeah. AKA Makima. I see you, King. I see you. Um, but no, yeah, I love uh 
I love Power and well, the three of them as a little like odd couple trio are fun, mm-hmm. are hilarious in its in its own right. But I do see I'm one. Oh, hmm. go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, but I, I love the the kind of like. I mean, I know it sounds weird to say now because like Denji is, uh, you know, kind of lusting after power in this very kind of vacuous way. But yeah, but he lusts after any woman. I I know. So you got So I'm just saying when I say this, just know that he he's just attracted to anyone. But they do. They they have this very kind of like brother sister kind of like that. I hate you, but I love you kind of thing that they form after a while because they're both kind of the same and that they have these like they're not fully human right they're both kind of dummies but they mean well kind of thing like it's so the two of them together it's very it's funny and very sweet i i I really like it but okay um i was gonna say i'm interested to see like what that did what that dynamic is going to be between Denji, Aki, and Power. Yeah. Only because, like, Power just seems to be, like, id all the time. Just like, ah, I need to do this, and you, I, I'm going to do this. Like, she has mm-hmm. no self-control. Whereas Denji, um, I'm watching the scene right now where Aki and Denji have been dispatched to take care of a fiend, and Denji is, like, thinking about the fact that, you know, if I become Chainsaw Man and I do like my thing, I, I could cut this guy up and it gets very <clears> bloody and that's no way for anyone to end their life. So he he just like axes a guy in the hedge to kill him. So there's some foresight, uh, forethought yeah. to that, you know, and then you get Aki who's just like, yo, I am in charge. You're going to do what I say. What the fuck do you mean you're not going to use your powers? I tell you to do what to do. And he's got all this baggage coming into it because his family was killed by a devil. So I'm and now he's got to work with two fucking uh, human hybrid devils. I don't know. It's going to be very, very interesting. Yeah, it's it's a dynamic with the three of them that I love. I mean, Mm. uh, I mean, spoiler powers moving into. So they're just gonna have this wacky. What? No, she's moving in too. They're gonna have. No. they're gonna have a <laughs> wacky household where Aki's essentially that, just oh. like the reluctant <laughs> uncle who has to like care for these two fucking idiots. Oh, God, the fact like that whole montage with him getting used <laughs> to Denji living there, with Denji sh- like falling asleep, taking a shit on the toilet, Denji just like. I don't know what he was doing, just banging the side of the bathtub <laughs> as he was in it, and then uh, making all of, or he was making toast with like all the toppings. Yeah, yeah. That was very, very funny, and I just felt for Aki in that moment, just watching Denji just make so much. Like he made that place his home in like no time flat. So mm-hmm. power being there too, I can't wait. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I love this episode just because it was just so cool to see. I mean, yeah, especially just Power and Aki, really, uh, to see mm-hmm. them introduced and to see them portrayed. Uh, fun fact, the Power voice actress is the same woman who voices uh, Jolene in Jojo Part 6. So 
she's what? got big things going on so good for her but mm. um good but, for her but yeah i i i think the adaptation <clears throat> is going super well so far um yeah super into episode two uh and yeah. there there are definitely more kind of central ish characters that come in like it's not just really? it's not just okay. the three of them like there's more uh public safety devil hunters that get introduced so are that you form saying a that- bigger team Okay. Oh, that was my next question. So it's going to like expand further from this like three, this trio, like there's going to be more people that come into play. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, I love a team. I love a team. Yeah. That's part of the reason why I'm all about my hero, or at least I used to be, was all of class 1A. Like they all had their their things. I mean, you have the big three with uh, Todoroki uh, Bakugo and Deku, but then you have everyone else popping in and out. So I fuck with it. I'm yeah, here for that. I can't wait. <clears throat> yeah. There's now, will that happen in season one, do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Nice. Um but yeah, it's there's a team but <sighs> you yeah. I well, I'm oh, just trying to figure oh. out what to say. It's it's like never expect like okay um you you just have to chainsaw man is going to whip you around in whatever direction it wants to go so you you can't Mm. you can't expect like a yeah like oh this is what the show is now and this is just what it's going to be like it's so don't get too attached to any one character um yeah i mean that's definitely yeah It, it it's i don't know it's Chainsaw Man, yeah, it's not just one thing. Like, this is a totally different thing, but like, part two of Chainsaw Man now is like just—I don't even know what it's trying to do fully yet. But it's like a totally different vibe hmm. from this. It's like way more kind of subdued and doing all sorts of weird things. So, Chainsaw Man is just—it's—I think a series where you just really have to—you have to let go and let God. Famous last words. Me, myself, I like go and let Dom. You know what I'm saying, baby? But yeah, okay. So that was Chainsaw Man. I'm hyped. I was really intrigued by... I mean, the animation is top tier. You can't can't get any mm. better than this. Uh, unless you're uh, Ufotable, who does Demon Slayer. You know? Uh, yeah. But that being said, I can't wait for episode three. Let's get into to your eternity. The boy Fushi is mm, back. True. A little o- older, a little bit more depressed, a little bit more disheveled and stinky, mm. living on an island all by his lonesome. How did I mean? You've read the manga, so well, like, I, I I didn't. I never got this far. What? I thought you did. Manga. Okay. No. Okay. So this is all this is all new to me. Wow. All right. I was gonna ask, like, how did this like line up to what you read, but. I was not expecting this big of a time jump. I will say, yeah, so we find Fushi like 40 years on this island. Yeah, forty years have passed uh, since the the um, like last season's whole thing where he was with uh, what's her name, T- mm, the, the girl on the island, all, Tenari. Yeah, it's it's all a blur it? to me. Yeah, there's that whole prison island arc. 
yeah, the old lady died. He finally fights uh, Hayase. There's a whole thing. But yeah, we find the boy Fushi on this island all by himself. It's like a self-imposed exile. He's decided that he's not going to interact with anyone else because when he did interact with people, he found love. He found friendship. He found camaraderie. He found family. And all those people were taken away from him. And it's such... This anime, I feel like, is the perfect allegory for grief. Like, I don't know. Had I seen this after uh, my brother's death or like after some huge event... It would have wrecked me. It would have fucked me up completely because mm-hmm. I am watching Fushi go through all the like stages of grief and like the depression that follows the grief. And it's just him coming to grips with the fact that he's alone now and he doesn't want to ever bring anyone else into his life because they're only going to die or they're going to leave. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's very interesting to watch the evolution of this sentient orb become more and more human to the point where now he's so human that he doesn't want, he doesn't want to feel anything anymore. He's felt enough because he's felt like, love and loss and pain and death and anger and sadness. Mm. He's felt all these things that like, he's like, I'm done. Give, give me none of that. I am only here to fight the knockers. And when they show up, I'll fuck with them. Like I'll fuck them up. But until then, like, leave me be. That's so, I feel like it's so poignant and beautiful and Mm. tragic. So I can't wait to get into the series, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I totally agree. I think, but I think, um, yeah, I think this is a weird episode for me just because I feel like, yeah, I I wish like just the, the wait between last Mm. season and this, I feel like was long. It wasn't so long, but it was long enough to where I just felt like kind of whiplash. Like I didn't really, it was weird just kind of jumping back into it. Uh, okay. Um, and, and there was some weird stuff in the episode where I was a little like, it just seemed like a teensy bit lazy in terms of like the first time we see Fushi, he's just like talking to the, Mm. the, Oh yeah. Like the exposition. Yeah. Yeah. There's just like, he's like, Hey, how long have I been here again? I'm like, what? Right. 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 And and then with that little girl showing up, she's like, Hey, I'm what's her face's like granddaughter. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? Like it, it was just too, yeah. it felt like, so there was a few things like that, that I, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. That I didn't love just in terms of this episode and how things were introduced. Like I would have liked for things to. There's just, a tighter. Yeah. There's a tighter way to bring all these elements out. There's yeah. no reason why. Fushi has to be on the island and like look up to that guy in the cloak and be like, how long have I been here? Like there's other ways to do that. Like they could have brought that out later on where he meets those other people. And they say like those people could have said like, no one's seen you for nearly 40 years or something. Like it yeah. didn't need to be like it blurted out in the beginning in such a expository way. Yeah. I just think like what we saw in this first episode felt to me like 
it was maybe like should have been like two or three episodes mm. of like getting back into the swing of things. Okay. Because if you're going to exile yourself for like 40 years and spend like half of that swimming amongst yeah, the sea life. as a mollusk. Yeah. Like you're all of a sudden just going to get be like, okay, let's go. Now. Like, yeah, yeah it, I'm back. I'm, I'm a human again. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely agree with you. I feel like the bigger swings that they took were the things that I appreciated. The smaller, more um, like not world building, but they were trying to establish where we were in the world, those, those types of things. I definitely agree with you that they were weak and very ham-fisted in their delivery. There's definitely a more delicate, more intricate way that you can introduce these elements. Like I said, we didn't need, like you were saying, we didn't need Fushi sitting there asking the the cloaked being like, how long have I been here? Like what's, like it felt like the whole thing where he was talking about how he was living as sea life on the ocean floor and doing all the shit that's fine but you don't need to do it in this first episode that can be like peppered throughout mm. like you were saying over the course of a few episodes mm. because it just feels so it feels so like this is what i did on my summer vacation <laughs> yeah it, it yeah it was lazy if anything um but the bigger swing not the bigger swings but when like just jumping ahead when you get to him meeting that girl, like after she introduces herself and they have that whole like, oh, I'm your greatest enemy's great or I'm your greatest enemy's granddaughter. I'm here to like help you now, blah, blah, blah. And Fushi sort of is hesitant to it. And he's he slowly becomes more warm to her talking to the cloaked being and all that shit like. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Fushi remembering all the people that he lost. I enjoyed like the sort of uh, trepidation he felt in letting someone else in. And then we get the reveal later on as to um, maybe why he shouldn't have like let that person in. But well, that was good. So I think you're right. Maybe it would have been better if this were built up over a number of episodes instead of just truncated within like 25 minutes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing for me with this episode is I, I, I'm just trying to like, I, I feel like maybe there's a bit of uh, like... I don't know what the right word is like hesitation or slight mm. skepticism that like that they may don't trust their audience. Well, maybe that, but maybe that like things are going to get a little too like big mm. or something like a little too like, I don't know, like even though there's in season one, there was a lot of bigger kind of like fights and set pieces and stuff. It still felt somehow more, kind of intimate. intimate yeah with just like fushi and his connection to these people and, and like most of season one he couldn't even really talk right. you know but right now he can fully speak he's kind of jaded and it seems like he's getting whisk, whisked away on some sort of i don't know 
exactly what's going to happen. But and then like with all this stuff with the knockers, I, I don't know. I, I may be just feeling a little bit like worried that I don't know how big I want it to get. I think you're right when you say like it's going to get bigger only because of uh, the opening credits while I was watching them. I was just like, yo, they're they're going to be trying some shit. It looked wild. It looked like there was all mm-hmm. this like wacky shit happening. Uh, and then as we come to find out, uh, Hayase or however you pronounce her name, um, her granddaughter has a knocker living within her arm, like her body, you know, mm-hmm. like now we have human knocker hybrids. I saw it in the opening yeah. credits. That there were people who had like different abilities and powers, whereas in season one, it was just Fushi who had like any different abilities. And now yeah, we're getting into the I, territory where there's people with powers here. Yeah. And I mean, the I, I'll withhold judgment until I see how it plays out on screen. But yeah, I think maybe just my initial reaction is I, I feel like maybe that's kind of what drew me to the series was because the Mm. world is sort of it's not like a one-to-one with our world like there was those big polar bears and or like you know there's some like weird creatures and stuff but as the knocker stuff gets bigger and yeah now like you're saying it seems like there's characters with like powers it just seems like i don't know yeah maybe it could totally work and win me over but i feel like it's not what i initially kind of signed up for what I thought huh. at least that we were going to be getting with the series, but I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll definitely just kind of wait and see approach with kind of like how it all plays out. So I'm definitely interested to see where it goes. So aside from the fact that like there may be other beings uh, out here now and what I'm thinking is maybe there are going to be just more humans who have been um, taken over not necessarily taken over but um, knockers have like mutated their bodies or something mm-hmm. you know so maybe there's going to be human knocker hybrids like in the woodwork now and that's going to be a whole thing that Fushi has to deal with because he like he's very much in this mindset like I got to kill all knockers. Like I got to get rid of knockers, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But now we're, are we going to get humans who are more human than knocker, but also have knocker in them? Like how is Fushi going to deal with that? Like mm-hmm. that might be a cool thing to explore, but how did you feel about, I mean, I guess we can really like just get into it. Uh, Fushi, sort of being found by these two older people who will reveal who they are later, but these two older people, they say that they've heard tell of uh, the immortals, like good deeds from back in the day. He's a legend, all this other shit. Uh, Like, what did you think about that before we got the big reveal? Um, yeah, I well, I don't know. May, maybe 
I don't know. I, I think maybe I want to watch this episode again because I, I feel like I I just watched it like right before the podcast almost. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not have had my full attention oh, if boy. I'm being so you honest. didn't get the full reveal. I mean, I I don't know. Why you don't didn't you, get the full? Just say you, that you didn't get the so, full reveal. Okay, I watched no. it, but okay, I'm trying guys, to may, look, maybe I just wasn't here. It is. Fully there. I am gonna be Nathaniel right now. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I got the full reveal, but but for everyone at home who didn't get the full reveal, just just tell, just say what the full reveal was for them, because I and then I, then got I don't it. think I did. If you're classifying it as like a full reveal, then I guess I missed something. So uh, the older woman and the older man who found. Uh, Fushi on the cliffside and he was overlooking like that village and everything they they came upon him and they're like hey you're the immortal right and Fushi mm-hmm. was like what the fuck how do you know about me and they both said like oh we've heard tell of your feats everyone knows about the white haired immortal your legend that. blah 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 now Hisame the granddaughter of Hisae um, they come upon Fushi and the two older people, as the woman is whispering into Fushi's ear, don't trust them. They want to make you their own. Like, they want to keep you as, like, their weapon. You remember that? Yeah. Okay. So, little Hisame, she's like, no, we want to, we want to, like, build him up. We want him to, like, be free, and we want to, like, make him, like, we want to help him defeat the knockers, yada, yada, yada. Come back to our place. We'll feed you. It'll be a whole thing. You don't have to worry. So they're sitting around the table. They're eating. They're having um, dinner and drinking drinks. One of the um, servants comes out and asks Hisame, like, should I make some more drinks? Hisame says yes. The older woman starts talking about how there's this poisonous bat that was in her village when she was a child. And what she did was she took a piece of the little bat, like no, no bigger than a morsel of sand. And she would eat that two times a day, every day until it didn't affect her. But initially it would affect her. She thought she was going to die. She would keel over and all the shit. Do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. And then day by day, she would eat a little bit more, a little bit more. And still she would keel over. She would feel like she was going to die until... Suddenly, she could eat the whole bat and nothing would happen. Mm-hmm. And that's when we see Fushi and the other guy just collapse onto the table. Mm-hmm. They'd been poisoned. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Because, you know, Hisame, she she put some poison in the tea and the other woman, she's like, yeah, I built up an immunity. Like, I'm, I'm that bitch. So then... Uh... Kisame like nods to the servant to bring some more tea out. The woman drinks the tea again. She's like, oh, this tastes like this, this and this, which would normally um, make someone start slurring their words and keel over within 30 seconds. And then the woman starts counting on her fingers. She's like, oh, feels like it's been about 30 seconds. And the woman gets up and she's like feeling good, feeling great. And Hisame, she's getting angrier and angrier. And she finally says, grab her. And we see the camera focus on the woman's face and it's revealed that it's Tanari, the girl from the prison island arc from last season. Mm. The little girl who I was like, 
why the fuck are we spending any time with this broad? I don't care about her. She's nothing, yada, yada, yada. She's back. She's back, and now she's an adult woman who can take all the poisons in the world, and she's trying to free Fushi. I don't know. That reveal, it did something to me. I was Mm. like, yo, they're building upon something here. So, yeah, that was the big reveal, is that uh, Tanari is... She's here. She's trying to liberate Fushi. And she's that bitch. Like, she's taking poison. Right. Um, Yeah, I mean, I definitely didn't make that connection. Uh, Nor did I until they, like, said it. And that's when I was like, oh. Mm. Yeah, but even that name, like. Oh, Tanati. I don't have it, like, internalized in that way. So. They mentioned her earlier on in the episode. Fushi was mm. uh, talking. He's he said like, "Oh, everyone must be so old now." And he he said, uh, "Reen, Tanadi, and then he named a couple other people." So that's the only reason why her face and her name were in my head is because they had mentioned it earlier on in the episode. Look, only because right. we have an anime podcast. If you could like just try to pay like a little bit of attention i mean this is the fucking problem when when you're going from like fucking season to season i feel like i feel like i forget everything unless it's shit i really care about that i remember oh yeah definitely like my hero oh yeah Mm. i remember everything um well yeah. Then okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. I'm I'm on board now. I can't wait. Um, no, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I was kind of thinking like with season two like underway. I thought Hisame she was going to be like the new March, and they were going to have this cool sort of kinship. But now uh, she, I feel like she's the reincarnation. And that's the other thing. They, the, the cloaked figure was talking to Fushi about reincarnation and souls and all that shit. And Fushi was talking to the cloaked figure and he was like, so even though this little girl is a granddaughter of my greatest enemy who killed uh, Pioran and March doesn't necessarily mean that she's evil and the cloaked figure was like yeah no it doesn't mean that she's evil she's just who she is Mm -hmm. so then we cut to this scene at the end where little hisame she's like an evil little bitch i don't know maybe they're gonna give her like a duality or something but it feels i mean she she poisoned so many people and it sort of just feels like She's the new big bad. She's like this little girl. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, also like the owl came in at the end of the episode and like scratched and clawed all the guards. And Tanari had a pet owl from season one. Like I hated that arc and I feel like I remember a lot more than you do. Like maybe probably. Pay like 10% more attention. That's all I'm asking. Or a solid seven. Can you do seven, 7%? I can do seven. Um, Sick. But I will say this episode, solid seven golden walnuts. Seven. Seven seven golden walnuts. That is trash, folks. Nathaniel, like he goes by his golden walnuts. 
two golden walnuts, perfect score. Seven. <laughs> yeah, it you goes, may as well just it goes shit in on the it. opposite direction. Oh yeah, it's it's actually all over the place. Uh, all right, so you weren't feeling this episode. I mean, of two years. No, I, I just had I just had a couple quibbles. <laughs> but that ending, though, that reveal. That's what got me. <sighs> this guy. <laughs> uh, oh, man. But hey, another thing we can work into the rotation. Indeed. It's going to be tough, though, because, I mean, we're going to have to watch that day of. And one would think watching a day of recording would be fresher in your mind. But if anything, yeah, yeah I'm saying like you got other stuff. You're just like I'm normally juggling 18 things at once. Like I'm watching oh, TikToks. Totally. I'm watching anime. I'm playing. Why are you watching TikToks? I'm You're play- a man in your 30s. I'm playing you got no business games. watching TikToks. No business watching TikToks. Fair enough. I don't even watch TikToks. Uh, it is what it is. All right, guys. So. All that being said, like we covered everything this wow. week. Next week, uh, we're gonna watch more Naruto. I guess we're gonna be coming at you with another um, My Hero Academia for season six, another Tier Eternity season two, Chainsaw Man season one. Is there anything else? Like, what are we? What else uh, are we getting into? I mean, we don't need to. We can do it whenever you want. But I guess there's just. Uh, oh yeah, One Punch. Man. One Punch season two. I, I don't two. know. I feel like. Should we save that for, well, I, I was saying like we should save it for the new year because all these shows, I, I don't know if it's going to be a 12 episode season or a 24 episode season for all these anime. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Chainsaw Man's only 12 episodes, but there's eventually going to have to be a winter hiatus and then Attack on Titan comes yeah. back. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll text it up, but okay. you know. Look out. Look out, guys. We're coming back at you. Wasteland anime. Next week, all new anime. Same time. Same channel, I guess. Podcasts, whatever you guys listen to it on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But until then, we're out of here. Goodbye. Later.